This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Outbreak raises nutrition concerns. Congress told more MFP may be needed. Consumer confusion on gene editing. Stimulus may include nutrition aid. President Donald Trump is pushing Congress to pass an economic stimulus package to stabilize an economy rocked by the coronavirus. Lawmakers are looking for ways to use the legislation to expand USDA food assistance programs. We don't want the virus to disproportionately impact those people who are low income and who normally would have access to nutrition assistance. That's the word of Representative Sanford Bishop, a Georgia Democrat, the chairman of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, yesterday. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue told the subcommittee that he was open to expanding the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program to help poor people who are affected by the outbreak and also to broaden the use of school feeding programs to help kids whose schools are closed. Bishop told reporters later that lawmakers would seek to ensure USDA gets additional legal authority that it needs as a part of a stimulus package. Now take note, USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson told the subcommittee that his office is tracking the potential impact of the outbreak on the global economy and U.S. trade. He said of the global economy, if there is a slowdown in the first part of the year, I think most forecasts show a rebound in the latter part of the year. By the way, the hearing took place without the presence of the subcommittee's top Republican, Jeff Fortenberry of Nebraska, who told Bishop he was ill. A Fortenberry spokesman said later that his absence had nothing to do with the coronavirus, that the congressman was just under the weather. For more on how USDA and FDA are addressing the outbreak, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. We also look at the potential for a U.S.-Brazil trade agreement and a report on a study that details the impact of the market facilitation program on farms around the country. Farmers tell Congress more trade aid may be needed. If China doesn't come through soon with massive purchases of a wide variety of U.S. agriculture commodities, Farmers will need a third round of market facilitation program payments, farmers told a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing yesterday. I think the short answer is that if we don't see a real market turnaround in cotton and sorghum and soybeans, I think those MFP payments will be absolutely necessary or you'll see a large wave of bankruptcies across the country. That the word of Matt Huey, a farmer from Beeville, Texas, who grows cotton, sorghum, wheat, and cattle. We got large MFP payments in my part of the world, and they made up uh, for half of what we lost in this trade war. Rob Ewalt, a farmer and district director for the Iowa Soybean Association, told the panel he and others will need more MFP funds just to pay off debt accumulated over the past couple of years. In 2018, I lost nearly $100,000 because of the trade war, he testified. Even with the announcement of the Phase 1 agreement, soybean prices remain below the cost of production. Chances to turn a profit this year remain slim to none. Australian beef exports seen plummeting. Australia, traditionally a source of competition for U.S. beef on the global market, will see its production and exports fall sharply this year after years of drought. That according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Australia is forecast to export just over 
1.4 million metric tons of beef this year, down from 1.7 million in 2019. First, the lack of pasture and high feed prices as a result of the drought, coupled with strong export demand, resulted in very high cattle turnoff in 2019, according to the FAS analysis. This has reduced the overall herd side to the lowest in decades, reducing the availability of cattle in 2020. Furthermore, this year is expected to be used for herd rebuilding, reducing the number of cattle available for slaughter. Consumers on gene editing. What's that? A new study of consumer attitudes toward gene editing shows the ag community and food retailers have a long way to go in getting public acceptance for the technology. More than 50% of consumers surveyed for the study had no idea what the term meant, but associate it with GMOs. We'd like to think it's a blank slate upon which we can write the narrative, but the truth of the matter is there's a negative perception people have associated with gene editing because it shares that genetic component that FMI Foundation Executive Director Dave Fikes telling AgriPulse. His organization, which supports food retailers, commissioned the study with the American Farm Bureau Federation, American Seed Trade Association, and Farm Foundation. Despite negative word associations, consumers were more likely to buy gene-edited products if they understood the specific environmental and animal health benefits, according to the report. FDA seeking new data on CBD. FDA is asking for more comments and research on the effects of the hemp derivative CBD on people and animals. FDA has reopened a comment period on CBD that closed last year and is keeping its docket open for input indefinitely. The agency is particularly interested in data that may help to address uncertainties and data gaps related to the safety of CBD. Among the many subjects for which it is seeking feedback, FDA said it wants to know about the effects of CBD on pets and food-producing animals, such as animal studies that demonstrate the effects of CBD exposure in different target animal species, breeds, or classes, including information on the formation of residues in edible tissues of food-producing animals and safety of chronic exposure of CBD. That according to the FDA. Greg Kaufman, who chairs the cannabis practice at the law firm Eversheds Sutherland, said he believes the FDA is disappointed with the lack of data provided and potentially with the quality of data received in response to its repeated calls for data that it can use to inform its approach on regulating CBD. Here's today's He Said It. I use a computer more than I use a tractor. That Virginia farmer, Dustin Madison, during a Farm Foundation panel on gene editing yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 11th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.